Good evening, everyone. Nice, nice to be with you. How have you been? Good. You moved away. No. Okay. Good. You're back in town for the duration of my stay, hopefully. For longer. Okay. Good. Heather. Lisa. 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 Right. Hello. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Zabatar Yoga Maya. Nice to see you. Everybody. You must be Madhavendra. You made it, huh? So, any questions tonight? Yes. Um, is the um, Abharat part of Krishna's eternal pastime? Does it go from whenever Krishna appears in some universe? Bharat? Yeah, the, the Mahabharat. Like oh, the, the Mahabharat. The whole saga from <coughs> Bhishma's birth to the end of the war. And of course, you know, Bhagavad Gita is in there in the middle of it, but that war, that battle, Bhishma's lying in the bed of arrows. I mean, is that just part of the Leela that circulates eternally? Uh-huh. Cool? uh-huh. Well, the idea is that the Leela circulates <laughs> eternally. That's uh, interesting uh, and um, subject um, in itself. But um, the example is given sometimes of the sun, which... Um, uh, although it appears to be moving, I guess it is, at all times, at the same time, it is always 12 o'clock, it's always 1 o'clock, somewhere, right, within its uh, its rays. And so, similarly, the Leela is, is thought to move and, at the same time, not undergo transformation. Even the Atma doesn't undergo transformation. Transformation here, of course, refers to uh, a material transformation. The Atma can undergo, undergo somewhat of a spiritual transformation because, by contrast, um, Krishna's internal energy that Bhakti is constituted of, sometimes referred to as his Swarup Shakti, it can make ingress into the Atma in a way that the Maya Shakti cannot, because it's of a different, uh, it's, an, of, it's, it's an, of an achit, or un, unconscious nature, matter, Maya Shakti, whereas the Srub Shakti is super conscious, and uh, the Jeev Shakti is also consciousness. So it makes can make its ingress into the into the Jiva uh, in a in a way that might be similar to which. Um, something comes from a young girl to a young boy or for a young boy to an old to a young girl or old people too <laughs> that we call love that just we're susceptible to we have a we're of a, of a particular constitution that we're susceptible to being influenced by 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 another in a way that makes us feel more whole hmm? or crazy thanks it's great <laughs> Um, but in a celebratory way, if you will, 
uh, with all of its ups and downs. Um, <clears throat> so uh, you don't become her, she doesn't become you, but something happens, you become a young man feels more complete. I suppose a young lady feels more complete as well. Um, so we can have a relationship with uh, with a significant transcendental other, if you will, Krishna, and his sarup shakti, his love, uh, can make uh, which which is which is really his love, his sarup shakti. I mean, he is um, the embodiment of Ananda. We can sometimes translate Ananda as love. But his Sarup Shakti Ananda is even uh, is is a form of that Ananda that attracts even him. So anyway, through its influence, we become influenced, and he becomes attracted uh, to us. Where Bhakti goes, then Krishna follows. Right. So um, <clears throat> uh, that's uh, doesn't mean this is just a side point, of course that. That the Atma, which is said in the Gita to be, among other things, not subject to transformation, doesn't mean it's not subject to this kind of influence and transformation. It's not subject to birth, death, disease, old age, to, 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 to uh, what is it, to Pavarga, hmm? to, to uh, birth, growth, maturation, to give off byproducts. To dwindle and ma. Hmm. Pa, pa, ba, ba, ma, ma, mrityam, the death. So it's not subject to these uh, transformations. <clears throat> and um, so with the Leela that um, is, is transtemporal or uh, beyond time and transpatial, but it nonetheless appears within time and space. Hmm. That's very uh, peculiar, but it's not. It's not that peculiar. Uh, there are ways that we can at least think about it, especially in the modern technological uh, society where we have virtual realities, for example, uh, through the computer uh, and whatnot. Uh, other technological, similar digital developments, you could be in another land, so to speak even while you're not geographically there. Follow me? You probably follow better than I do some of the younger people. Um, where this is like, you know, you've grown up with this. Digital? Yeah, the digital world. <laughs> sure, it's the real world. <laughs> Every now and then I have to come out of it, and, you know, and uh, relate uh, on, the, on, the, on the plane where the, so, so, so much, so many fewer possibilities exist. There's a limited realm of experience. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, as time goes on, technologically and so forth, we, this is an example to help us appreciate the point that there, um, there can be a reality that, that is significant, that transcends the geographical Cartesian what do you call them? Points hmm? um, that normally, or in generations past, was the sum and substance of reality. Not only does it kind of transcend them or go beyond them, it makes them appear well, conversely, limited and and and, and so forth. So the the, the Krishna Leela appears in the world, hmm? and it's a virtual reality. Uh, I mean, 
it, it in that the virtual reality is more real, is the is the actual reality. But there's so many possibilities, and it overlays a certain geographical uh, area that that it that for the sake of itself, hmm, for for its own uh, purpose, but not such that it's limited by that um, geographical. Um, uh, location, which to think, that is to say, that it, that, that it is, is considered a Dhamma Parad, even though it's this many miles or this many croches and and uh, and has this particular circumference and so forth. Once I was walking with Prabhupada in Vrindavan and one of the, my Gabbardas posed the question that, that Prabhupada, we're here in Vrindavan and um, if you want to go from here in Vrindavan to uh, Radha Kund, uh, you got to take a, a bus, and it takes a while. You know, it's quite a quite a distance. Uh, how can Krishna like just run out to Radha Kund and, and run back in time? <laughs> Was more or less the question. The, the area is, is is pretty big. Um, and Prabhupada opened his hand and he said, "Krishna Leela is like a lotus." And the fingers in the, my hand are like the petals, and so it's closed like this. And when Krishna wants to go to Radhakund or Govardhan, well, you know, it's open like this. And when he wants to go, then it closes up, and then it opens again. So the, he jumps from petal to petal. It, it's a way of saying, as he sometimes said on other occasions, "You read too much." <laughs> when we try to um, really fit. If you will, the leela and the dom that, that facilitates it between our, our, our ears. It's it uh, it appears there in a way, but with the express purpose of taking us beyond the limitations of our sensual, mental, and intellectual um, experience and uh, and the powers of those um, instruments to pronounce on truth and value. Purpose to make you happy, to know and be happy, right? And knowledge is only as good as it informs our actions by which we become happy. So, this is a very interesting uh, notion, and um, and uh, and as such, the the lila appears to be. A geographical lo- or the dam and the lila appearing within it within a particular geographical location and limited thereby, and it appears to be also uh, constrained by time hmm? at a glance, right? Because in order for there to be the movement, there has to be sequence. So time, um, of course, time here is thought in some ways to be the hand of God, which takes away everything. And but there, it 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 has a in the realm of lila, it has another. Uh, purpose, hmm? which is to facilitate the, the movement of the lila, while at the same time each second of the lila itself is eternal. And one of the ways in which we can appreciate that is every second of the lila can be contacted, realized, experienced, contemplated, experienced in the heart of some devotee somewhere, sometime. Hmm? Right? There's a famous verse in the Gita in the 13th chapter. I'm sure you're familiar with, which um, which is a it, one of the chapters that uh, is focusing on kind of the metaphysics of the Gita. It's a bit abstract. 
It's very Upanishadic. Some of the verses are found in the Upanishads and incorporated back into the in, into, into the Gita. Um, and um, Advaita Charja, Gorlila was having a difficult time with with one of them from his holy uh, uh, bhakti uh, perspective. Um, and that is the verse where Krishna says something like, um, everywhere are his hands and legs or, or something like that. And forgive me, I don't remember the verse exactly, but it's a very... It may be a verse from maybe Svetashvara Upanishad found in the Gita as well, or, or the other way around, as however, we want, however we want to think about it. But um, so it kind of, in a, in a way, this mind it kind of caused the personality of the Godhead, the beautiful uh, Dvibhuj Krishna, two-handed Krishna, to kind of kind of disappear. Hmm? Um, and take on more of a kind of a, like say, a less personal connotation in his mind. And said that Chaitanya Dev appeared to him in a dream to satisfy his his quandary, um, uh, to answer to his 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 doubts. Um, Advaita was one of the original Gita, from the Bhakti point of view, within the Chaitanya Sampradaya teachers, of course. And uh, so, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu supplied him with the with the understanding by saying to him in the dream, "It means this: that my devotees are everywhere, and everywhere they're making offerings to me, and everywhere I go there, and I accept the offerings. I have my hands go everywhere, my feet are everywhere, <laughs> wherever they are, and they're everywhere. It's one of one of the one of the forces in the world." They have the, the force or the power, the influence of karma and the influence of bhakti. Both they have no beginning in a world that has no beginning, hmm. right? Um, and a powerful, then uh, the most powerful and prominent manifestation of that bhakti is when Krishna Himself appears, relevant to your question, in the world, and for the express purpose, really, of catering to the the uh, bhav, the separation, uh, this mature, um, budding uh, bhaktas, if you will, who, whose separation he cannot bear any longer. He comes, this is his compassion, Krishna's compassionate. But his compassion is directly, anyway, largely restricted to his devotees who have got him tied up. He knows no other world. He can't go outside of their purview or their their influence. They then extend it beyond that uh, to his compassion. The devotees extend it to the common persons and so forth and bring them under that influence of Sarup Shakti by disseminating bhakti and and so on. So, anyway, a powerful, powerful manifestation of that bhakti in the world is Krishna's um, appearance. That um, I, I like to say sometimes that sometimes that people uh, often doubt the existence of God, but it's much harder to doubt um, the existence and the experience that constitutes a devotee. Hmm? devotee has experience, we all are living on the basis of our experience, conducting ourselves accordingly. And so there are um, wonderful examples cross-culturally, you know, for that matter, of 
saintly people hmm, whose lives are noteworthy. There may not be many of them. There only needs to be one. Hmm. One could be enough. So Christians like to think there's one and that's enough. And Okay, <laughs> follow him. <you> know. <laughs> follow the one and then you'll... You'll, you'll find the ideas that uh, that you're all to become as such, right? to follow him and become like him, something like that. There must be something like that in the, in, in, in the Bible. But uh, the lives, anyway, as I say, of saintly persons, they are very, uh, if to be examined, very, very compelling. And there may be faults in the lives of saintly persons that should not be a cause uh, to dismiss them altogether. They may be answered in, in, in different ways. Hmm? Um, they're operating on two levels, so the material construct of their biological, psychological um, sense of self is, uh, is m moving in a certain trajectory, hmm? and their atma is becoming separated from that and coming under the influence of the sarup shakti and so uh, some of its 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 inertia or uh, movement momentum, let us say, hmm? the biological psychological aspect that momentum of that may carry hmm? and express itself, but have no bearing on their bhakti. Hmm? I mean, this is just an, an aside. Um, suffice to say, at any rate, there are some extraordinary saintly people in the history of the world. Welcome, Mr. Sain. Here's a seat for you. And um, and they, they they speak their their life, their experience speaks very loudly to us. Um, we'll be talking about uh, uh, Prahlad in coming days. I think the weekend is showing the Chaturdasi. So um, he. Uh, speaks very, very loudly. Look at his experience. He saw God everywhere. Right? Hmm? Uh, so, um, uh, so Krishna appears uh, for the devotees and the Leela moves. Hmm? Um, this is the Prakat Leela, the Manifest Leela. It moves, um, but each moment of it at the same time is eternal. So time facilitates sequence Serves the lila just like the the space also facilitates uh, the lila. It needs to be apparently there have to be apparent distances and so forth for it to play out uh, as it uh, as as the drama um, seeks to do the drama of Krishna lila. So there's a role for space and time that don't constrain, but they facilitate. I mean, even in our own experience, we have, in a limited way, uh, experience that form, which we may think limits when we're thinking philosophically. Often people think, well, uh, we only, I had an out-of-body experience. Uh, that, uh, there's a kind of a common, perhaps, thinking that spirit must be formless and can go through walls and stuff like that. Um, and not be limited by by, by form, by shape, um, and in some ways, obviously, form limits. But there are other ways in which form uh, facilitates. I have given this example before. 
because I couldn't drink without the form of the glass, the water, as readily, so it facilitates rather than than limits, constraints. Hmm? So, um, so the the shape, hmm? space, uh, is serving the lila. Time is serving the lila rather than const- constraining it and and uh, dismissing it really, as time does our own misnamed lila. <laughs> Lila means Lila is a Sanskrit word that that um, that uh, that has no stated uh, uh, verbal uh, root that it's derived from. Hmm. That's which is interesting. Uh, uh, Mornier William Mornier, Mornier Williams says no, uh, we don't know what root this comes from. Hmm. Um, I take advantage of that to to to, to think that. Yes, it's more about that which things come from than something that comes from another source. Lokavatu, lila-kaivalyam. Krishna is appearing in a world that itself is a lila. The Srishti lila, the lila of creation. We say it's the lila of creation because there is no creation. Nothing's made. Whatever exists, exists. Whatever doesn't exist, won't exist. That's an Upanishadic uh, perspective. So, uh, so there's a play of creation, right, which is the manifesting of the material world, and uh, compared with the outward breath, exhaling, and and then it's enfolding back with the inhaling of Vishnu. This is a drama. So, Lokavatuli Lakai Balyam is a verse from the sutras of, of, of Vyas, it means that the world, loka, vatu lila, the world springs forth from lila, hmm? from play. And the meaning is there's no purpose. There's, no, there's not that God, Brahman, has a purpose that it needs to fulfill, and therefore it does something, hmm? that it's lacking, in other words. But it's a movement out of fullness. So it's really... People say there's no love in the world, but it's really born out of love, uh, the love of Vishnu. Mm. So, so to, to, it's meant to help us meet our Maker. So it's becoming quite attractive, as it turns out. So, so the the Leela of Krishna is appearing within a Leela, within the Leela of Vishnu. Mm. Um, and so the word. Uh, is more, as I say, about that from which things are derived hmm, than it is about something that's derived from somewhere else. It has no verbal root. It, ha- it has no, I like the idea, it has no root. It, it's lila. The play is the source of everything. Hmm. Of course, then if you take it a little further in the kavya, then it, in the poet, poetic sections of the Sanskrit literature and so forth, then meaning is determined by usage. So... The way in which the lila is, is is used brings it to the verbal root um, li, which um, which uh, wor- works well for how we understand it. I won't go into the details of that. Um, so um, here is a, a timeless and um, transtemporal, transpatial reality, and 
appearing at every moment and uh, in a larger sense with the um, moving when it's when when it when the final act is performed then it uh, uh, goes to another theater uh, <laughs> and uh, and begins again in, in another another universe right so uh, and then the uh, this is the Pakat Lila it's very very dynamic um, compared to the Aprakat Lila which is a little more static comparatively um, and so the devotees they seek to enter into the Pakat Lila and go to whatever universe it's appearing in the world during the Shristi Lila and and uh, there get a hands-on association experience with uh, Krishna's eternal associates and thereby develop their their stayibab in such a way that they can um, um, can reach the full measure of its potential and they can be a full player in the Lila. And uh, now, that said, of course, <clears throat> the, the Leela, but not being constrained by time and space, it's, it's not constrained, you could say, by time, it uh, would also imply not, it's not historically constrained. So it doesn't have to um, play itself out exactly in the way that it played itself out in the previous uh, universe. Every time Putana is slain, it doesn't have to be the same person. Hmm? We're going to talk about, to some extent, Jai Vijay, the gatekeepers of Vaikuntha, who became one of whom who became Hiranyakasipu, who was killed by Narasimhadev, right? And so that Leela is said to be playing out again and again. Uh, and but not every time that the two gatekeepers of Vaikuntha have to come and participate. And, and and be be you know so so that it doesn't have it's not it doesn't have to it's not constrained historically hmm? there is uh, uh, the Leela narrative of the Bhagavatam and as I've mentioned uh, on other occasions there's Leela narrative of Rupa Goswami in his drama uh, Lita Madhava hmm? and it's it's different uh, in his Ujjwalnim Mani commentary Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says he's drawing on the Leela as it appeared at a different in a different universe at a different time, so there are different uh, different details. Hmm. So it's not constrained in that way, and it's also written about differently in the scriptures, hmm. um, because the scriptures are there are particular types of books. The Puranas are a certain type of book. The Mahabharata is another type of book. They're not the same in the same genre. So, like we have novels, we have fiction, we have um, non-fiction, we have technical writing, scientific writing, we have manuals, right? There's, there's all types of, there's poetry, hmm? right? There are graphic novels. Um, so there, there are all types of, uh, of books and they are approaching the subject matter uh, from different uh, perspectives and writing about it. So within the sacred texts also of the Hindus, then uh, the same subject is there, repeated. Some of the stories of the Puranas are, have their roots in the Upanishads. They're played out uh, differently, even in different Puranas. Hmm? 
within the same genre. But if you if you go cross genre from like Itihasa to Purana, Mahabharata to um, say let's say Bhagavatam, hmm, then the story is going to be different because the nature of the text, the, the genre of the text, is different. Bhagavatam is a is a book that that is it, you know it's 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 uh, it's written with a purpose in mind, certain intention. Hmm? You could write about Krishna in a different way, and your purpose would be different. Uh, like a lot of the Puranas, uh, well, it's not a lot, but let's say the Vishnu Purana uh, also tells the stories of Krishna, the Leelas. And you can go like, Krishna did this, Krishna did this, Krishna did this, it's kind of chronological. And, um, and the, when the Bhagavatam tells the stories, they're not entirely always chronologically uh, following one to another. And they're also also exploding with with feeling hmm? with the purpose of bringing one within it the feeling so it's a it's a ras shastra it's I mean, it's a purana but it's not a purana therefore it's amala purana um, uh, it's it's a it's a, not a purana that's catering to the influence of a particular mode of nature nirmatsaranam satam it's meant for transcendentalists hmm? Of the highest order, Paramamsam, Paramamsa Samitam, Srimad Bhagavatam, Amalam, Pramanam, and Amalam, Puranam, the spotless um, evidence and witness, and the spotless uh, Purana, spotless being not influenced by the modes of nature. So, it's it's speaking about Krishna from that particular uh, vantage point and seeking to 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 uh, Bring us within the circle of his um, his lila. So Mahabharat is 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 very flat uh, comparatively hmm? in the way that it's written. Even though it can be very consuming, uh, attractive, and the, the development of the character in there is is, is very very, very very good. Um, and he, the stories like you know, and yeah. Well, what what Vyasa is trying to do there in the Mahabharat. Is to is to get everybody to the point where they're sitting on the edge of their seats so that he can give the Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. Hmm? So it's very intriguing. The character development is very good, and you, you, you like this guy, you don't like that guy, and and then there's a romance, and there's politics and intrigue, and the people, the common people, are interested in. Hmm? It's meant for for people, particularly of of, of Kali Yuga. As stated uh, in, in 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 the scriptures itself, so themselves, and so right when this whole build up right comes to the war, and there's no, and there's diplomatic efforts to uh, to avoid it, and then and they fail and so forth. I mean, everybody's on the edge of their seat. Everybody's fully attentive, and Arjun poses a few questions. <laughs> That make the whole thing worth reading, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. because otherwise it's an interesting story and it's 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 it, it's emotional. Uh, it, you know, it pulls on your emotions and so forth. But it's um, largely with regard to dharmic sensibilities, right, right duty, what's right, what's wrong, and so on and so forth. Um, and Krishna is the character in there who's God, but I mean, it, it's not 
it, it's not the, the center, you know, of the book in a sense, um, um, like it is, like he is in, in, in Bhagavatam. And so the Gita is spoken, and there it, it, it is. Uh, I've said before, you know, in one sense, the the, Chait, the conversation, which is like the Gita replayed hmm, between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy, Krishna and Arjuna, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, makes the Chaitanya Charitamrita worth reading. I mean, it's worth reading otherwise as well, in, in sense. But but this is the center of the book in that it speaks about what is the best sadhana and what is the sadhya, the goal, the practice and the goal that, it, that corresponds with it. Hmm? Which is really what you need to know, right? What's the goal and how to attain it? Hmm? Right? Um, so, Mahabharat, hmm? and the, relative to the discussion, the way it tells the story of Raj Parikshit hmm, is very different than when it's told in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Yeah, the story of his his being cursed and uh, and so forth. I mean, it doesn't tell the story of the Bhagavatam is told, hmm. right? And um, I, I don't even I remember the details, but. To 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 avoid, yeah. So it's a very it's a very told very differently, mm-hmm. and um, the idea is that the, the the author has a different you know different purpose in mind mm-hmm. um, relative to the genre of the te- of the text. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, and then so wisely, Jiva Goswami has given us this focus on the Bhagavatam as the hub. Around which the rest of the scriptures orbit and are understood properly in relation to, and given context, hmm? um, uh, stressing its uh, central uh, position and its perspective, by which you get the whole. Uh, to use Sridhar term, full, whole. What did he say? Whole, full-fledged theism, something like that. The whole picture. So. Um, but why not? In answer to your question, that um, Mahabharata is also playing out, and this is the Leela of Krishna. Uh, you know, and, and when you and when you start to look at the Mahabharata from the Bhagavatam perspective, then the relationship between Krishna and Arjuna and the Pandavas and so forth that it's rasic nature is is brought out, and, and you find that in the Bhagavatam as well. I mean, you find. Um, it's not focused on the, the battle of Kurukshetra, so but Bhisma's dying there. There's a chapter, and then what? Then what? What aspect? Of, what does he have to say? What is his teaching? Is it's uh, central and so forth? Um, so, yes, it can play itself out. It may play itself out differently, slightly differently. It's not constrained by history, as I say. But um, that said, the, now not all of the Leelas are played out in the in the in the Paravyom, in the in the, in in Aprakat Leela, for example, in in, in uh, Golok, uh, you know, Hans Avatar asked me this some some years back, and I think I answered, "Where's Arjun?" In Aprakat Leela in Golok, because Golok is 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 Dwarka by the sea, 
the metropolitan Mathura and the rural Raj that, that, that surrounds it. Hmm? And Krishna is said to be perfect in Dwarka, more perfect in Mathura, and most perfect in Vrindavan. Hmm? What happened to Hastinapur? Where's Arjun? <laughs> is he like forever, you know, only appearing in the material world where the Prakat Leela manifests, and then when it all enfolds into Mahavishnu, he 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 disappears, and what happens with him? So, and so of course we in the Bhagavatam we find him in Dwarka, and in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindha we find him in Dwarka, in the Aprakat Leela. In the Hastinapur Leela, in the Battle of Kurukshetra, going on in Goloka Pranavan. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the Prakat Leela is very extraordinary in that it has this this mix of the phenomenal and the non-phenomenal elements. It's it's been compared by Vishnu Chakravarti to the Sadaka Deha, the practitioner's body, which has some material side to it and then a spiritual side to it. It's a work in progress. It's meant to be fully spiritualized in due course and then they're fused together and and uh, and so the Prakat Leela does unfold back into the upper cut Leela but certain elements of it are are, are not uh, not present and then the upper cut Leela there are different opinions about as we know what it, what is the details of that and so forth um, but that is the only I would say sense in which any of the leelas of Krishna are not ever going on, and, and and they are. I mean, you can say, well, okay, the the killing of um, you know the demons is not there. Of course, it's not. Then sees that he sees he sees Keshi in the uppercut leela through through the vision of Opa Kumar, who's now who's now become the protagonist of the second canto of. Um, Brihad uh, Bhagavatamrita becomes Sarupa, hmm? and and uh, he enters into Sakirasa, uh, the perfection of Sakirasa, in and he's in Goloka, hmm? and he sees Keshi demon come in, the big horse, and, and Krishna defeats him and then corrals him, and and gives pony rides to the <laughs> to the coward boys. <laughs> Whenever they want, they all these big guys, so they have a bunch of them jump on and they go, go horseback riding for fun. Hmm? So that's the way he he has uh, in, in in envisioned the Prakat Leela being different and and incorporating some of the elements, but not entirely. Uh, and Arista, Arista the bull comes and he 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 also gets tamed and becomes a puller of the carts and and so forth and um, and, and so on. Um, hmm? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keshi, what was his name? Uh, Kaliya. Kaliya becomes, who was the opponent of of Garuda, the carrier of Krishna, becomes the serpent carrier of Krishna in in, in, in Sanatan's uh, vision, in Sarup's vision of the Aprakat Leela. So there are different visions of that. We won't go into the Swakiya and the Parakiya, you know, <laughs> Perspectives of uh, Jiva Goswami and Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. There are different opinions. That is the, <laughs> that is the that is my opinion. <laughs> there are different opinions. Um, yeah, and and the concerted opinion is focus on the Prakat Leela. There, that's the means to go to the Aprakat Leela. Mm. Mm. 
So, a, a little bit about uh, about Leela. Does that help? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, what's the time? 10.32. What brings you to town? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say. Mahar's coming tomorrow. Okay. Where are you staying? Okay. Good host. Good hosts. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I heard that you were you had a back problem. Oh, it's been feeling feeling better. feeling better. Okay. Good. She she said she thought it might get better when we came. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I got an intuition. Thoughts are powerful. <laughs> Devahuti, you're doing some pujari work, Seva? Nice, huh? Yeah. That's great. When's your daughter coming here? That's a good question. <laughs> ask her. Tell her I ask. Yeah. Okay. Sisi Varadamadava ki jai, Gauri Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi.